Warrior or Walkover? Welcome back to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. You're here with Tony DeLorenzo. And Elisa DeLorenzo. And in today's show, we talk about fighting for your marriage, taking a stand to declare that you will do whatever it takes to make your marriage work. Welcome, everybody. We are super excited to have you here with us. If you want to contact us, you can. And remember, all your phone calls, all your emails, when we talk about them here on the show, they're anonymous. We do not put in your name. We don't put in where you're from. We want you to be able to feel and know that you're protected. You can call us 858-876-5663, or you can email us directly at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. I just want to do a thank you for a hug that we received on iTunes. The, yes, uh, love those. So. Love those. We appreciate it when you guys go and you leave ratings, when you when you take the time to put in a review. It really does matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when those things pop up, you're always thinking, oh, does it matter? It matters. Totally matters. It matters because here's what um, Aaron BN1 said in his review. He said, I am an avid podcast listener of many genres and happened upon this on accident using the Stitcher app. We love Stitcher. Love the Sti- Stitcher app. The reason we love Stitcher is because it automatically just pushes the new episodes to you guys. And so you don't ever have to worry about syncing or doing anything else. Just look for your little Stitcher, um, the little indicator and listen to the newest podcast. Yep. He says, out of all the podcasts that I listen to that are motivational and self-improving, this is my new favorite. They are not afraid to talk about taboo subjects, but at the same time use tact and sensitivity. Thank you so much and keep it up. Awesome. Thank you. Because yep. that's, that's what we want to be. We want to be that couple that, you know, Tackles those tough subjects. Mm-hmm. Tackles those things that you know people aren't comfortable with or don't know how to approach. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to find here at One Extraordinary Marriage, and you know today's topic is one of those topics. Yeah, actually taking a stand and fighting for your marriage, making the decision if you're going to be a, a warrior instead of a walkover. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to think about this quote as we start the episode today. It comes from Ephesians 6 11 and it says put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil when there's trouble going on in your marriage when there are you know distractions coming at you from all different sides when there's hurts that are happening by one of you to the other these are all schemes of the devil guys Mm -hmm. the devil does not want marriage to succeed in our world because it, it undermines, you know, destruction of marriage undermines the whole foundation of our society. Yep. And, and it is responsible for a lot of the problems that we're having, you know, because weaker families lead to a weaker society. So we want you to stand tall and to stand strong and fight for your marriages. Yeah, you can be a female warrior too. Oh yeah, this is not, this is not gender specific. That's right. This is female, male we want you to be warriors and to be standing up and fighting for your marriage. And the title for this specific episode came out of a conversation that I was having with one of my clients. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're going through a number of different things in their marriage, and they're definitely in crisis. And we were having one of our coaching calls, and I asked him, I said, you know, what, what do you think you need to do? 
how do you feel about what's going on in your marriage right now? And he's like, I'm going to fight. And I said, you need to declare it. Yeah. You need to put it out there and declare that you are now a warrior for your marriage. You need to declare it to your wife who is not in that same space. You know, she's engaging in behavior that is taking her farther away from the marriage. But you need to declare to her that you are going to fight for the two of you. You're fighting for yourself. You're fighting for your wife. You're fighting for your marriage. You're fighting for your family. You are a warrior. And it was interesting as the coaching conversation was going on, we got to the point where at the end and, and I was just, you know, asking him, you know, about what we, he'd taken out of the phone call. I mean, he had so much energy when he thought about going into battle. Because when there are these attacks on your marriage, I don't care if you're the husband or the wife, you are doing battle. Sometimes it's with a known enemy. Sometimes it's with an unknown enemy. But you've got to go out there. And so we want to talk today about, about putting that lens on your marriage. Mm-hmm. The lens of being a warrior and what that looks like. Because I want to be very clear that we're not talking about controlling every aspect of your husband or wife's lives. No. This, this is not about, you know, do you think of those like old um, cartoons where you'd see like the, the caveman, you know, pounding on his chest and, you know, like dragging the woman by her hair, you know, controlling every aspect, you know, that type of war. No. I actually, I went to the dictionary to get a definition of warrior because I was like, you know, I hear this word bantered about. I've used it myself, but what does it really mean? And there are two definitions for warrior. The first one is a person engaged or experienced in warfare as a soldier. Well, if there are attacks on your marriage, you're engaged in warfare. The second definition is a person who has shown great vigor, courage, or aggressiveness. Now, the aggressiveness part, you know, that I can do with or without. But think about those first two, vigor and courage. Think about the power in those words when you start applying them to your marriage. When you bring great courage, that means that you're going to have those tough conversations. That means that you're going to step up and you're not going to play your marriage sitting on the sidelines. Right. Warriors are involved. They're not the guy sitting in the back, you know, cleaning up the mess. They're the ones that are leading the troops into battle. Right. And we recently watched the Narnia series again. Mm. Uh, what's the second one again? Prince Caspian. Prince Caspian. And... You know, that brings up, for me, this warrior image brings up, you know, the scene as they're coming towards the end and the king's, the king's troops are marching onto the field towards the Narnians. You know, those warriors, they have their masks on. They have everything in hand. They're ready for battle, you know, as well as the Narnians there. You know, they're on the other side. They have another tactic, but they are also set up and ready for battle. And you know, let's let's talk about the threats. Let's talk about the attacks that may come to your marriage every day. Mm-hmm. Could be your careers, spending too much time distracted by your careers. Could be you're more invested in your children than you are in your marriage. Yeah. Could be past flames. You know, people that are lurking in the wings just waiting for for something to come up and you know we see this a lot with the Facebook. opportunities yeah they, mm-hmm. they find an opportunity you you put up a, a post 
Oh, gosh, I'm just having such a, a down day. Uh, personally, folks, I'm, I'm sort of tired of seeing those posts. I mean, there's so much to be thankful in this life and in, in, in the moment we have. Uh, I get sort of sick and tired of friends who do. And I, honestly, I unfriend them. And stop changing your relationship status on Facebook. Yeah. You're stop married. it. You're married. So those things come up and those past flames do. They, they, they sort of seep in. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, my goodness. I hope you're okay. You know, if there's anything I can do, anything I can do to make it better, let me know. Oh, how cute. No, delete unfriend. Sorry. Bye-bye. Yeah, there's addiction, pornography, alcohol, drugs, excessive shopping, um, gambling. Yeah. Those are all threats. There's finances. Mm-hmm. Mismanagement of your funds is a threat to your marriage. There are coworkers, people you come in contact with that are threats to your marriage. Because just like on the Facebook posts, they're waiting for an opportunity because they have an interest in you or your spouse or waiting for an opportunity when things don't look good. There are the other things that you like to do, your hobbies and interests. If they start to overtake your time, your attention, taking all of that away from your, those are all, these are all threats, potential threats. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they are, you know, like I know somebody's going to write in and say, well, Lisa, how can you even say that about kids? I'm telling you, I hear specifically or not specifically, but more so from women who are investing all of their time in their children and not investing any time with their husbands and their marriage is suffering. And Elisa named off seven here and I'm looking at this list and each one of these I think has had an impact in our marriage. Mm -hmm. Careers, kids, past flames. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Pornography, yes. Finances, yes. Coworkers, yes. Hobbies, interests, yes. Each one of these we have dealt with in our marriage over the last 16 and a half years. But here's the thing. We're warriors for our marriage. We're fighting for our marriage daily, daily, so that we can be in the place that we are today. So you can, no matter where you are or whatever one of these may be impacting your life right now, you can come out stronger. Mm -hmm. You can come out victorious and win the battle and save your marriage. Because the thing is, we mentioned in an episode called Slippery Slope that these are the types of things that start out very innocent. Right. You know, people place, they, they seem innocent until they're not. Mm-hmm. Until you've started investing more time in these, and this this list is not exhaustive by any stretch of the imagination. This was, you know, what's impacted us off the top of my head, and in doing research and in seeing, you know, what are those other things out there that are impacting a lot of marriages. But at some point in time, you start getting more invested in these types of things, and they create distance mm-hmm. in your marriage. They create discord, and then you've got to figure out. I'm going into battle here. I haven't been wearing my warrior hat. I haven't been fighting for my marriage. I haven't been actively engaged, showing that great vigor, that great courage. So now it's time. What am I going to do? And you got to start at the very beginning, folks. Just like what we do in the Create Your Marriage Blueprint, the very first letter of that stands for clarity. And you've got to get clear. Mm Mm-hmm on 
what's going on in your relationship, what matters to you, and what are you fighting for? Because if you're not clear about it, it's just like in Tony's, um, which program is it? Is it Thrive 90 in the fitness side where you guys have the, the top 50 list? Yes. Yeah. 50 reasons why um, is what it's what we call it. It's 50 reasons why. And what we do is we challenge those who pick up Thrive 90 Fitness to write down the 50 reasons why they want to make fitness and health a priority in their life. And the reason we say 50 is because we want you to dig down deep. I mean, we want you to go down that list and go, this is why I am going to get fit and healthy, you know, whatever it may be. And if you start crying, mm. all the better, because if you only put one, two, three things on there, guess what? It's real easy to go, eh, no big deal. Eh, no big deal on that one. By the time you hit the third one, you're already, you already feel deflated. So you don't care. Right. And, and. You know, the reason I bring that up is because there are a lot of reasons why we'd give up on our marriage, why anyone would give up on their marriage. Mm -hmm. But just like in the people that come to Thrive 90, and you know, Tony's gotten the testimonials from people that have, you know, done their list of 50. And it has become such an emotional experience for them to dig deep and really come up with 50 reasons. Because, yeah, at the beginning, you know, they might start with, well, I want to lose the 10 pounds and, you know, I'd like to fit into that pair of jeans. And by the time they're in their, you know, 40 to like 49, 50, you know, they're thinking about how they want to be there to see their kids get married and how they want to be able to hike with their spouses and do this kind of stuff. And it is, it becomes so emotional. Mm-hmm that they won't give up because all they have to do is pull out that sheet of paper and say, I know why I'm getting fit. And I challenge you to do the same thing with your marriage. What are you fighting for? What are the top 50 reasons why your marriage matters to you? And the thing is you sit down to write that and it may take you half an hour, but I'll tell you, you're invested. Mm -hmm. You've taken time away from many other things that you could be doing that you think are important that may be important, but to sit down and really write those and then to post them, have them on your refrigerator, maybe on your bathroom mirror, somewhere where you can see them and you can read them over and over again. See, I believe one of the biggest things that we fail miserably at is affirmations and mantras that we can give ourselves that we can help ourselves realize the goodness that we have in our lives every day, every moment. And by seeing that list, you're going to realize why you're fighting for your marriage. And, you know, going along with that, when you write an affirmation for yourself, there are just a couple key things that you want to do. You want to keep it present. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you write it in the present sentence as if it is happening. And you want to make sure that you're tying the emotion into it. You know, this is not a future activity. Like, I will be a warrior for my marriage. Well, when? Mm-hmm. Now. No, just, like, just like my client says, he states it. I am a warrior for my marriage. I fight for my wife, my children, and our future. When he says that, I, I it's not even my mantra. I feel the energy right. come out of him. And I know that emotionally he knows what he is fighting for. 
He has an emotional connection to it and it fires him up. And, and I mean, this is not stuff that we're telling you to do that we don't do ourselves. Tony's got his mantra on the bathroom mirror. I see, you know, we've got mantras on our refrigerator. You get into Tony's car on, um, I don't know, one of his gauges that he doesn't need. I don't even know which one it is. It just says pray. It just says, yeah, but what I'm saying is you don't have it like over your speedometer type of thing. It just says pray. Right. That's his reminder. You know, you have to put these affirmations everywhere you're going to look. Yeah. Like I've told people, I'm like, stick it on your refrigerator. Stick it inside your, you know, I mean, this is a food one. But, you know, if you're tempted to snack, then stick it on the front shelf of your refrigerator. So when you open it up and you tell yourself, I make good choices about food. Oh, well, you're going to pick the apple over the ice cream when you see, because here's what happens when you start putting these mantras together. Our brains are so amazing. When you call it a mantra or an affirmation, that's your choice. But what happens is when you start telling yourself what you are doing, your brain looks for the activities that go in line with the message that it is receiving. So when you tell yourself, that you fight for your marriage, that you do activities that are in line with your commitment to your spouse, guess what? You're going to do that because your brain doesn't like for there to be discord. So it goes out and and leads you to making the choices that are in alignment with what you say you do. Right. Powerful, guys. Warriors know this. That's why you have like all those war chants. And things like that, because they've figured out how powerful the brain is. You need to do the same thing in your marriage. Yeah. And my mantra or affirmation, whatever you want to call it, um, that I have right now, and and it's going to change. Believe me, it's going to change with time, depending on where you're at, what you're doing. Something may be coming in and it, it really hits you now. And maybe a month down the road, it changes. But the one I have right now is really about living in the moment. Being grateful for what's happening now in my life instead of always looking towards the future. Well, when this happens, I will be happy. Well, when that happens, I will have great pleasure. So mine right now is I'm wise, wealthy, and live abundantly in God's glory. And wealthy isn't just monetary money, but it's wealthy in life. That I have a roof over my head, that I have food in the cupboards, or in the refrigerator, that I have a wife who's here, that I have kids who are alive. I'm wise, wealthy, and live abundantly in God's glory. Powerful. I mean, you guys can't see this, but he's starting to tear up because the emotion, and that's that's the power of the affirmations when you write them from a place of emotion. Mm-hmm. Because when you're stuck, when you're starting to get those negative messages, you can tap into the power of that affirmation to bring that emotion back up into you. Now, the other thing that you need to do as a warrior, um, you'll notice that most warriors don't ever go into battle by themselves. Right. Every battle scene you've seen in a Hollywood movie, there's more than one warrior. And that's what you need to do when you're fighting for your marriage too. You need to surround yourself with people who believe in marriage. The, the, All day long. Yep. You, you're going to only be as good as the five people you're around. And, right, what's that? Um, Jim Rohn says you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. There you go. Uh, and, and this matters. Pretty smart guy. He's a very smart guy. You know, you don't want people that, you know, got divorced last week telling you, oh, you know what? Divorce is not so bad if you're trying to fight for your marriage. 
you want to find those. You also don't want to, okay, this is a huge pet peeve of mine. Don't go talking about your marital problems to people who have no problem bashing your spouse. Okay. I've been in those groups, you know, I'm speaking specifically to women here cause I don't really hang out with guys talking about their wives. Uh, but you get a group of women together and sometimes somebody, you know, gripes about their husband and then they all start griping about husbands in general. And you start looking at your husband going, well, you're a jerk. Yeah. He hasn't done anything. You were just in the wrong company. So you've got to pull yourself away from those people. You have got to get around those people who are going to encourage you, who are going to support you, who are going to lift you up, who are going to pray for you. Mm-hmm. Pro marriage matters, especially when you are doing battle for your marriage. You know, whether you find a coach that you're working with, whether you turn to your family and marriage pastors at your church, whether you get involved in a, you know, a marriage small group, find those resources with people that understand the challenges that marriage face, but also believe just like we went through those top seven things in our own marriage, believe that you can come out stronger on the other side. Pro marriage matters. Number four, Never stop loving on your spouse. Hmm. This is a hard one. This is a hard one because when you're in battle, when you're in warfare, there's an opposing side. And when there are problems in your marriage, the opposing side typically comes from the person that um, you're sharing the bed with. And that makes this battle one of the hardest that you will ever face. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you two, you know, we've done podcasts on it about playing on the same team, being there for each other. And when that distance and discord has happened in your marriage, the opposing side often becomes your spouse. And, you know, we've done shows on flirting your way back, rekindling the romance, things like that. You have to start over again Mm -hmm. in terms of your behaviors because you've both allowed distance to happen in your marriage. You've allowed there to be a lack of communication. You've allowed there to be feelings of neglect and loneliness. And so you've got to start loving on them again. That's the, that's the post-it notes in their lunchbox. That's the note on the refrigerator mirror or or refrigerator bathroom mirror. I'm like thinking refrigerator. Yeah. (laughs) Kitchen refrigerator, kitchen refrigerator, bathroom mirror. You know, that's the text. I'm thinking about you, you know, text us to your spouse. Those go up how many times during the week? We put them up four or five times a week. Four or five times a week. Take advantage of those. Text them to your spouse. We've heard great things from people that are doing that in their marriage. How, you know, sometimes their spouses are just like, oh, what's that about? Yeah, leaving notes on clothing. I mean, you want to get creative and a little different, you know, go get some safety pins. Make, put, put notes on their hanging clothes. You know, remember how we used to... (laughs) This is way back when, when we were in elementary or junior high and even high school, you know how we used to take those pieces of paper and fold them and they had like little envelopes, like you could stuff them all and then you could open it up and it, you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh my gosh. Who out there knows what I'm talking about? Must've been a California thing. We didn't do that in the Midwest. Oh my gosh. My folks from Banning know. <laughs> so anyways. Or if we th- did, I wasn't in the cool crowd. It's sort of like, like an, it's sort of like an origami letter deal. But anyways. <laughs> You know, do a note like that and put it in their favorite pair of jeans. Mm -hmm. Just put it in their pocket. I mean, I I know it doesn't seem like much, but you know what? When you're walking down the street and all of a sudden you put your hand in your pocket 
and there's a there's a piece of paper in there that you know you didn't put in there and you pull it out and you read it and it just goes I'm fighting for us and I love you so much don't tell me that doesn't make a difference mm-hmm. it does now you got to get a little creative and you got to make time for that just like you know we encourage folks all the time write a letter to your spouse every month you know Pull out a piece of paper, write a letter every month. That makes a difference. And it's very little bit, bits amount of time. And here's the thing, guys. It took you a while to get to this point where you're struggling. Regaining what you had is going to take effort. Mm-hmm. Warriors are not about, you know, the microwave, wave a magic wand, that type of thing. The war takes time. Battling back takes time. And, and the last point we want to make today is that you need to continue to work on yourself. Yes. Warriors strengthen themselves. You wouldn't find somebody going into battle on the battlefield, never having, you know, I mean, I think of like, um, for example, Tony used the Narnia movie. I mean, they practiced their swordsmanship. They practiced, you know, their catapulting and all of these different types of things. That was all practiced so that when they went into battle, they knew they were as strong as they could be. You got to do that for yourself. You've got to work on yourself. You've got to continue to take care of your body. You need to be physically and emotionally strong. You know, that means that you're eating right. That means that you're exercising. That means that you're digging into your Bible. That means that you are seeking the counsel of people that are pro-marriage. You are working on yourself to be able to give you, give your marriage the best possible version of you. Yeah, and recently... I did some work um, for a woman on her car. And while we were talking, she was telling me how she loves the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. And this just comes up to me. But she doesn't sit and read them. She got the audiobooks because she likes just having them on. And so utilize audio. I mean, you're listening to this podcast. Many of you are driving to work. Maybe you're just in the kitchen, you know, making lunch, making dinner. You're listening to this. Find those books. Maybe you don't have that time to just sit down for 15 minutes a day, but you're around, you're doing stuff. Get those books, you know, that can really add value to your marriage and help you grow. Mm -hmm. And for many of you who may not be business minded, I'm going to challenge you to pick up some of those. You know, because you may pick up two, three, four nuggets in them that you'd be amazed that you can utilize in your own marriage. It's amazing because I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years of my life now, since I was 30. And a lot of that, a lot of those sayings and what people talk about in business and how they build their business and how they grow their business and and go through those tough times in their business, I use right here in our marriage. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I've shared it with you over the last three and a half years because they correlate. Well, and they're life skills. Yes. They're life skills. And that's why, you know, like Tony said, read things that aren't, you know, in your normal genre. Go outside because there's something to be learned from these different resources. Yeah. 
tidbits that you can, you know, look for books on leadership, look for books on communication styles, look for um, books on service mm-hmm. or, or, you know, resources, websites, whatever it is that, that you prefer, whatever your preferred way is of, you know, consuming information. But start putting this into yourself because warriors know they've got to go into battle equipped. And that's what, that's what these five tools, these five tips are for today. You know, you want to get your clarity. You want to define your affirmation. You want to surround yourself with people who believe in marriage. You want to continuously love on your spouse. And the last one is to continue to work on yourself. Uh You know, and as we wrap up this episode, I'm just going to ask you point blank, what decision are you going to make in your marriage today to demonstrate your warrior? Uh You know, pick one and start doing it today because now, right now is when it matters and you got to start because I can't tell you what tomorrow is going to bring, but the actions you take today will make a difference. Yep. We want to hear from you. So give us a call, 858-876-5663. Let us know what action you're going to be taking. Also, if you want to email us, you can hit us up at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And I'm going to end us with this, the quote that we started it all off with. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Put it on. Put on that armor of God daily. Get ready for what's ahead. There's so much great stuff. So much great stuff. But you're going to have to fight for it at times. Going to have to fight for it. You guys, another fantastic show and hanging out with you. We are so blessed and humbled and honored that you take time out of your week to spend it with us. We love you guys. Until next time, God bless you.